And now, talking some high school football from around Marshall County, conversations from around the SEC, and everything in between. You're locked into the Three and Out pregame show with Joe, Zach, and John Davis. Presented by Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Let's get right into it. Coming at you now. Welcome in. It's the 3 and Out pregame show. It's another week. We are on to week three. Last week, the Gunnersville Wildcats took down Lawrence County 55 to nothing in Coach Reese's 100th win, tying legendary Coach Chorba at Gunnersville. This week, he goes for the record breaker 101 against Crossville. It is the first region game of the year. The Crossville Lions coming in to Gunnersville uh, with an 0-2 record. Gunnersville sitting at 2-0. Zach Ross, um, I think we're all expecting Coach Reese to get that uh, big 101 tonight. Yeah, unless Crossville's made tremendous improvement since last season, I'd imagine this game will probably be over by halftime. But, uh, you know, still, uh, I'm sure that's not going to be the message in the locker room tonight. <laughs> nope. It's go out there and focus on yourself, focus on your own execution. But, yeah, I'd imagine he's going to break the record tonight. For sure. And, um, you know, other than – Obviously, Gunnersville getting that big win last week, getting Coach Reese his 100th win. Uh, a lot of stuff going on countywide to uh, Douglas. The Douglas Eagles are off to a 2-0 and start. They uh, defeated they defeated Susan Moore in the first week, uh, beat them 37-7. to Then they trounced DAR last Friday night, 56-7. to They're traveling to Arab tonight for another region game in class 5A Region 7. Arab also 2-0. That's um that should be a pretty good one over there in Arab. Yeah, we're gonna find out a whole lot more about, you know, um who's gonna be competing for the uh, region title after after tonight's game up in Arab. Um obviously Gunnersville's looking towards that, looking looking at Douglas next week too. Um and, you know, what if Douglas goes on the road and pulls that upset? That'd be crazy. And and everybody that has Everybody that I know that has gone to watch, that has seen Douglas play, have said it's it's no, it's a noticeable difference. Um, so, tip of the cap to that coaching staff once again at Douglas for pretty much completely turning that program around because there's an excitement around Douglas Eagle football, and uh, you know not to mention the work that uh, Coach Osmond has done at Arab to make that program uh, what it is today. Last week, a bit of a surprise. Uh, Boaz falls to Albertville. I I don't know. It's just unexplainable to me. Uh, it depends on who you ask. Yeah. On, on really, you know, what happened in that game. Uh, I know some Boaz fans have been a bit salty about you know some calls be. and you know an ejection I saw from. Uh, yeah. They said a, a kid threw a punch. I mean, the video shows he didn't throw a punch. He was like moving somebody's hand out of his face. I don't. It. But credit to Albertville. You know, no matter what. You know, even if uh, officials played a role, whatever, I don't know. I didn't, you know, I didn't really get to watch it. it like I said, it just depends on who you ask. But for Abelwell to bounce back after like that that really big loss to Arab, you got to you got to give credit to that coaching staff. And now they've been able to build some confidence going into region play. And to score forty one points on Boaz, I really really thought this Boaz team was going to be pretty good, and they may still be good i mean they're 0 two they're off this boas team's off to an 0 two start and that was really one of the teams well that i had circled on guttersville's schedule thinking you know watch out for this one well jacksonville's a, is a playoff team so i mean that's a that, yeah. that was a tough 
tough matchup to start out the season. And then, you know, Aberville also, you know, a, it's a 7A opponent. No mm-hmm. matter – even if they're a little down or whatever you want to call it, they're, you know, they're still a big school, a lot of players. Um, yeah, so maybe maybe Boaz is, uh, you know, they're, they're still going to have a good season. Maybe they'll back, bounce back. Um, but yeah, that was a, that was a bit of a shocker. Yeah, and from what I read, Aberville really hit the big plays. I mean, they were getting big plays. It wasn't really a whole lot of sustained drives. It was, you know, hitting hitting big big yard gains. Had to be a surprise to the Albertville followers too, because you know you just get absolutely ran out of your own building against Arab, and then you turn around and go on the road and beat Boaz. Had to be a surprise to everybody. Scottsboro comes to Boaz tonight. That's another big region matchup. We'll find out a lot about those two teams. Scottsboro lost in their first week to Fort Payne, 20-6. to And then they beat North Jackson, which is a big deal. Scottsboro folks last that's a, week. That's a must win for Boaz, in my opinion. Yeah, especially at home. You lose that, you're 0-3. And Scottsboro is one of those teams, if you're Boaz, you're going to be fighting for a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. And you've got him at home. You've got to get the victory. You don't want to start 0-3, especially with a with a trip to Gunnersville co- coming up a little bit later in the season. Um that that's just that that's a must win game for me if you want to make the playoffs if you're Boaz for sure and then um you know Albertville I hope that they celebrated and soaked in the wind last week because they go to Florence tonight and I know Florence is zero and two you know maybe Florence isn't as good as they have been I just they have a five star um, defensive back I know what they usually put on the field. Team. Uh, yeah, so or yeah, like I know what they usually put on the field. Uh, regardless, they've gotten Florence got beat by Pinson Valley and Muscle Shoals um, to start the season. So Albertville goes on the road tonight, so we'll see how they fare at Florence. We have the Crossfield Lions coming into Gunnersville tonight to take on Gunnersville. Like we said, this is the everybody's finally playing region games in week three. Uh, well, technically, or is it week three or week two? It's week three. Week three, okay. I was trying to figure out the whole week zero thing, and it just <laughs> throws me off. Uh, so, yeah, the Crossville lines come in, and, and like you said earlier, Zach, unless unless Crossville's made a ton of improvements from last year, I I really think Gunnersville should, um, you know, be able to dial some things in tonight. Yeah. I, I guess is the best way to put it. Right. Uh, we should see, you know, we should see a lot of players playing for Gunnersville. Um, you should. You should probably get to see your favorite Wildcat play tonight. Yeah, um, but uh, but you know you never know. I mean, like could the Crossville could have made improvements. They could be a little better. Um, you know, you never know. I've seen I've seen teams that should dominate that you know turn the ball over, make mistakes, special oh, yeah. teams mistakes, and all that kind of stuff. And then you know you let a team hang around, and who knows? But it, it should on paper this Gunnersville team should have an easy win tonight. Yeah, and I'd like to see. Uh, uh, Antonio Spurgeon make a few more steps forward in the right direction. I thought he played well last week. Uh, I think that's a, the biggest thing for the coaching staff with with Antonio at quarterback is just to uh, get him really dialed in. Like we said in the first week to the second week, um, he looked he looked better throwing the ball from South Side to to last week against Lawrence County. Definitely a different opponent, but I think what we took from the South Side game was that he's he's putting the ball in the right spot. He's he's going to the correct receivers. Um, it's just a matter of getting the ball there. So, I, to me, it, it looks like he's got a good trust in his offensive line, which which is huge for a quarterback. Right, right, yeah. Uh, that's it. Getting that that timing down mm-hmm. with your receivers and uh, 
it's a whole lot different. They they do seven on seven in the summer, and so you know when you're doing that, it's you don't have the pass rush really like you know you do in a live game. You know you don't have the same kind of pads and all that stuff on. That's not it's even close. Just a whole different kind of yeah. ball game. So you know you try to get that timing through seven on seven. But when you get that pass rush and all that, and you're kind of in the pocket, and you're having to, you know, read. There's more players on the field. Uh, you know, you have to um, a different adjustment. Yeah, um, for but, sure. But he's he's making it, and I'll I, I think you're right. We'll see strides tonight too. And the rushing attack, um, rushing attack is is always something to bank on. And of course, how many, just how many plays is Brandon Fusell going to make? Um, uh, joining us is John Davis Rollins. You know. <laughs> City Harbor really just takes over your life sometimes. Yeah, yeah. For those of you that may not know, many people probably. It's John Davis Rawlings. John Davis Rawlings is the ambassador for Gunnersville City Harbor, and I call uh, I, I like to call myself the Harbor Master. The Harbor Master. I love that. That's perfect. But he is with us. We're all here. It's a three and out pregame show. We're excited to be back for another week. We're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater represents the newest evolution in sports travel destinations, hosting events from all over the nation in our state-of-the-art facilities, located on 130 acres. But we are more than a sports facility. We are a place where sports enthusiasts, families, and the community can all come together. We aim to serve all of Sand Mountain and look forward to having the privilege of making a positive difference in the life of your child and family. To all the great student athletes on the field tonight, best of luck from the team of Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Visit sandmountainpark.com for more information. Never forgetting everything we do. Get the premier health care that your family needs from Premier Family Health Care. Offering state-of-the-art health care for family care, women's preventative health, weight loss, DOT physicals, newborn care, minor trauma, and on-site lab and x-rays. Walk-ins welcome. Most insurances accepted. Accepting new patients. With three convenient locations at ARAB, Guntersville, and Bluntsville. Open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Premier Family Health Care. Affordable care you deserve. No one's more important. D&S Lock and Key Service has been Marshall County's go-to professional locksmith service for nearly 40 years. D&S Lock and Key is here to help keep your property safe and secure, assist with emergency lockout assistance, and even provide safe and vault service. They provide a fast response and turnaround for key making as well. Visit them online at dnslockandkey.com or call 582-8006. And remember, emergency hours are available. The Electric Board of Gunnersville works hard to provide reliable electric service to our residential, commercial, and industrial customers. Please visit our website at gunnersvilleelectric.com for a variety of convenient bill pay options and let TVA's Energy Right Solutions help guide you on smarter options about the ways you use energy as well as tips on how to save money. Go Wildcats! From everyone at the Electric Board of Gunnersville. Hey folks, Mark Bricky, Sand Mountain Toyota. We're Sand Mountain's only Toyota certified pre-owned dealer. That means every Toyota certified vehicle goes through a rigorous 160-point inspection by our award-winning service department. A 12-month bumper-to-bumper warranty, a 100,000-mile powertrain warranty with roadside assistance. So when you buy from Sand Mountain Toyota, you're buying with confidence. Visit us online at sandmountaintoyota.com or Highway 431 
Albertville. At Sand Mountain Toyota, we're more than a dealership. This is Pastor Ricky Smith of Gunnersville First United Methodist Church. I hope you'll join me and the congregation for our Sunday morning worship service live on WTWX this Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Hey everybody, this is Michael Wilder, youth pastor at Gunnersville First United Methodist Church. I just want to take a minute to invite all junior and senior high students to come hang out and worship with us on Wednesday nights from 6 until 8 p.m. with our youth group, Momentum Student Ministries. And remember that you are loved by God and go Wildcats. Best of luck to the Wildcat student-athletes. Have a safe and healthy 2022 season from all of the physicians at Lakeside Clinic. Dr. John Bogus, Dr. Joshua Bell, Dr. Haley Gates, Dr. Morgan Jackson, Dr. Joel Milligan, Dr. Alex Nixon, Dr. Jeff Saylor, Dr. Wade Edwards, and nurse practitioners Emily Crosby, April Miller, and Amanda Rowe. Lakeside Clinic, located just behind Regions. Factory Connection has the looks you love for less, a lot less. They opened their first store nearly 50 years ago right here in downtown Gunnersville, and now have over 300 locations in 17 states. Buying from the industry's leading fashion manufacturers allows Factory Connection to offer name brand and specialty store fashions that are 25 to 75% below retail. And they restock twice a week, every week. With great looks and serious savings, Factory Connection is your fashion connection. Now back to the three and out pregame show presented by Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Welcome back in. It's the three and out pregame show. I'm Joe Cagle. That's Zach Ross. And that's John Ross. Uh, we just spent a good bit of time previewing the Gunnersville Crossville game, talking about what's going on around the county. We will touch base on that again in the coming segments, but right now, Let's talk about college football. We have week one tomorrow. So excited. It is also um, it is also Joe Cagle's 32nd birthday tomorrow. So happy birthday to myself. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Is that sad? I just happy birthday to myself. Well, when you get my age, you don't really celebrate. I threw myself anymore. a 30th birthday party in May. So that's, no. that's true. <laughs> Absolutely not. Like, threw himself. You get like 37, <laughs> 38. You know, you just... Yeah, I mean, I. Uh, um, we're not doing anything. I mean, I'm not doing anything. We're going to uh, – I think my brother's coming over, my mother's coming over, and we're going to watch Alabama, you know. Sounds like a good birthday to me. We're going to watch Alabama practice against Utah State and hopefully get everybody out of there healthy. Uh, let's talk about games last night, though. So excited to see um, college football back back. I know week zero we got – Gosh, let's we, not – Let's not talk about that Hawaii game. We got Nebraska Northwestern. We were I was last week, wrong. and then we got Hawaii. Va- oh, about, that was about, awful, y'all. That was <laughs> that was the most wrong I've ever been about a, yeah. a sporting event in the history of my life. We, I woke up Sunday, and my wife goes, "What was the score of that Hawaii game?" And I was yeah. like, "63 to whatever." She laughed out loud at me. She was 63 like, "63 oh, okay. to 10." See, that's the difference between Gunnersville people and Arab people, though. When we're wrong, we'll tell me. We'll admit it. <laughs> You know, <laughs> we, we Zach and I were one hundred percent wrong. Is is Joe gonna admit we, it five years from now when no, Brian Kelly is all laughed out of Baton Rouge? I'm telling but, y'all, I'm man. telling y'all, man, but it's gonna happen. Um, Hawaii could not beat some teams in like some high school teams in Atlanta. Like, yeah, I don't think they'll win a game. I mean, they're 
that is that was a putrid team that I saw. I will say, um, you know, Vandy does look a little bit better. I think they'll be they'll win three games this year instead of the one. They got Elon next week. They'll win that one, and then I think they've got one more on the schedule later. You never know. They might could win an SEC game against a team that's you know down on their luck, uh, you know, in some some form. Um, they've got that dual threat quarterback. I mean, he played well, but I mean, gosh. Hawaii literally looked like a high school team. Like, yeah, I said inner city Atlanta schools. There's probably some schools in Alabama, high schools, that could beat that team. And I'm not even joking. To more, lose by 50? More than likely, yeah. 50? Last night, though. Man, first of all, so glad to see the West Virginia pit game back. That's one of those things. They've got to figure that out. That game yeah. needs to be played every year. Oh, they've got it down. Never take that many years. They've got it down for, like – 10 of the next 15 years. Okay, good. So they've got it figured out. Heartbreaking, though. I'm, I have a soft spot for West Virginia. I always have. Um, elaborate. I just I, He loves country I, roads. I love okay. I love country roads, okay. West Virginia is one of those programs where it's it's I don't know, it's it's a beautiful campus. They've they've never really done anything. I know. I mean, they have Bobby Bowden years and they produced Nick Saban and yeah, it is. It's an awesome town. Bama, um, Bama plays there yeah. in the next like four or five years, I've, it's, and I'm, it's, I'm doing that. Twenty twenty six. No, I've already told. I've already told the wife we are absolutely going because I to be in that stadium when they do the country roads thing. I mean, probably end up tearing up. I just hated to see how it ended last night for him. But I, it, to me, it, last night was a glaring example of just how much the transfer portal has changed everything. Yeah. So I read. Um, and I, I believe this to be true, that uh, it's either over half or close to half or right around 50% of the FBS quarterbacks are transfers. Starting quarterbacks are transfers That's from another insane. school. So, like, we're just like – it's like free agency, like yeah. just open free agency. There's no – obviously, you, you've got like yearly or one-year contracts in college football now. So we well, you know they changed it, the – They've, they've changed the portal. So now you can yeah. only do it once. It's between when they announce the in the in the press release on this yesterday was so wonky. I don't know who wrote it. But basically they you cannot tra- you can transfer from when the semifinal is announced for in a 30-day window and then oh. May 1st to May 15th. So those two windows. Yes, that's the only time you can transfer. And if you don't do it then you're, you're you got to sit out. You're stuck. You're stuck with. But you can do it free in those windows. Yes. Yeah, you can do I mean, it free. You saw JT Daniels, you know, yeah. West, West Virginia's quarterback. He's been at USC, Changes Georgia, everything. and now West Virginia. Changes everything. That's a good-looking football team this year. If you – and that's the thing, honestly, you know, Auburn went out and got them a transfer quarterback, but he's not starting. Yeah, I know. And and we'll get into – we'll talk about Auburn and Alabama um, in the next segment uh, at length. But, yeah, it's just crazy to me um, – is that the game you watched last night, John Davis? I watched that game. Um, I watched the end of the uh, Purdue. Yeah, Penn State, and Purdue Penn State, which Penn State's that, obviously a little bit better than, than that we last drive that they had to go up. Mm-hmm. Top ten drives I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. When that's that that quarterback is sort of known for that. Like he's, oh, yeah. I think he's had three fourth quarter game winning drives. Their secondary looked really good in that second half. Um, I can't remember number eleven. I can't remember number eleven's name. The, oh, yeah. the really good linebacker that got. It's like we. What? How many years are we going to have to complain about this? But at what point do you not use common sense? Right. You know, I mean, to throw a guy out for something like that 
it's just unreal. Now there was a targeting in the pit game that was it was it was unneeded yeah. and I still don't think anybody should get thrown out. To to, to uh, describe to describe that one in the Penn State game though, he is diving for a for a ball that's loose on the ground that yeah. he thinks could be a fumble. Yeah. The other guy is kneeling down to get the ball. Yeah. And he makes what seemed to be incidental contact with his head. Yeah. Ref, I mean if if, if the ref if you know that it's not a backwards pass, blow the whistle quicker. Throw him out of the game. You know what I mean? I mean right. it's just it's just getting to the point where Where did football go? I, it's just like use common sense. I and don't understand how many times we have to I don't know, it's the same we complain about it every year. Well and think and, about it too though, like how it can it can affect your next game. You know, if you have a star player Yeah. That well, he was tossed in the first he half. Was the so. First half, so he was just for that game. Yeah. But if you get thrown in the second half, then you're out for the first half. We yeah, well, saw that with Alabama um, this past season. I think they had a, a, a secondary player get ejected in the second half against Auburn, and then couldn't play the first um, half against uh, Georgia in the SEC. Jamison Williams got yes, got ejected that was one. in a game. Um, but he was on punt coverage, right? Was, and he got ejected. I think it was Jordan Battle. He missed. Yeah, he missed the first half of the SEC championship because he got ejected in the Auburn game. That's right. Is either that's Jordan right. Battle or Brian Branch? I can't remember which one. Yeah, that's right. One of them. I forgot about that. But it's just it's one of those things that has it's got to be reworked. Um, another jumping around just a little bit. Another big point of uh, news point for college football. Um, big meeting today. Earlier oh, yeah. today. Uh, and more than likely, we're going to 12 games. I think that's what they're saying is by 2024. So, how many SEC games make oh, that's our SEC teams make that playoff? A quarter. Three? Uh, Greg Four? Sakey's saying, let's have 25 teams in it. We'll get all the at-large bids. And we'll win it. Yeah. Still. I know. <laughs> I know. I mean, you're looking at a ton of SEC teams getting in. These other commissioners think it's going to help them, but well, see, it's not. It's well, just going to be the Big Ten versus the SEC. My only point on that I'd like to say is, like, all these teams that haven't won, haven't been in it, are are wanting to expand. Mm-hmm. Well, what you do is you, when, whenever you make more of something, it becomes less valuable. Yeah. So, while, while it's been very valuable to make the playoff, now it's not going to be that valuable. You're going still going to get the teams that have always been in it, Unless you get better than them, you're still going to lose to them. Yeah, all these people talking about. I'm, I'm sick of seeing Alabama, Georgia, and Clemson in the in the playoff every year. What should we do about it? We should we should make it easier for them to get in. You know, that's all they're doing. That's all they're doing. That's all they're doing. They're just making it easier for Alabama. And, and now and now you're going to have to go to play possibly Bryant, play in Bryant Denny in the first round. Yeah, I would assume they're going to do that Stadium. too. Yeah. And okay, good luck. Yeah. There. I would um, assume they're going to do that too. Um, and that's what I. <clears throat> that's what I think we should we should do oh yeah yeah you know These if we, if we go to 12 the first two rounds are at the travel assume, the higher seeds i would assume that's what they're going to yeah, do because yeah. the travel is just too much you can't yeah. ask fans to travel to three different neutral sites mm-hmm. to follow their team yeah you know over the course of december or january yeah. it's there's only too much. three or four fan bases that would do that mm-hmm. yeah exactly um well this is awesome we're just so excited that uh football football is back um uh, SEC games tomorrow. Auburn takes on Mercer tomorrow at Auburn six. Six, okay. ESPN so the Auburn, plus. the Auburn um, pregame show will be right here on WTWX starting tomorrow at three. This is the three and out pregame show. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more county football and a little bit more SEC football, and then we'll sit down with Coach Reese near the end of the show. This is the three and out pregame show. We'll be right back. 
Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater represents the newest evolution in sports travel destinations, hosting events from all over the nation in our state-of-the-art facilities, located on 130 acres. But we are more than a sports facility. We are a place where sports enthusiasts, families, and the community can all come together. We aim to serve all of Sand Mountain and look forward to having the privilege of making a positive difference in the life of your child and family. To all the great student athletes on the field tonight, best of luck from the team of Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Visit sandmountainpark.com for more information. Local Alpha Insurance agents Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry want to wish the Wildcats much continued success and they're pulling for you. Stop by the Alpha office on Blunt Avenue in Gunnersville, and you'll see why so many customers have not only saved hundreds of dollars a month on their insurance, but also increased their coverage. Keep up the good work, Wildcats, from your trusted hometown Alpha agents, Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry, proud sponsors of Gunnersville Athletics. The Char Burger at Warrington is home of the famous Char Grilled Wildcat Burger, plus hand-breaded chicken fingers, club sandwiches, and delicious onion rings, plus so much more. Carts by design at Warrington has a golf cart just for you. Brownie Harrison will sell you a golf cart at the best price you can find. In fact, if you don't see what you're looking for, they'll build your golf cart just the way you want it. Carts by design is on Highway 69 of Warrington next to the Char Burger. Huddle House is proud to have been part of the Gunnersville community for over 30 years and are equally proud of the success of Gunnersville High School and their athletics. Huddle House was founded on hometown values, serving freshly prepared quality homestyle food in a warm, friendly environment that brings the community together. Huddle House, Southern Dining Restaurants. Any meal, anytime, and no better place to gather and eat after Friday night football. In the state of Alabama, the most anticipated time of year is college football season. It's Bama-Auburn. Auburn-Bama. It's on everyone's mind. At Bubba's 2, we're stocked with awesome men's collegiate game day gear and apparel. And it's 20% off. So roll tide, war eagle, and go Wildcats from Bubba's 2. Lake Gunnersville's fine apparel and formal wear store for men and youth. Bubba's 2, definitely not just another men's store. Cromama Seafood of Gunnersville is so proud of the Crimson Guard band, cheerleaders, and football players participating tonight. Cromama's has been locally owned for decades and was voted best seafood restaurant in the Tennessee Valley. Stop in this fall and enjoy some live music, football on the big screen, and of course, fresh and tasty seafood. Cromama's, an ultimate staple of Gunnersville, right across from the high school. Sports are very important here in Marshall County and provide an outlet to keep our kids safe. Hello, this is Marshall County Sheriff Phil Sims. I want to wish all the great student athletes competing on the field tonight the best of luck. And let's make 2022 our best and safest year yet. The Marshall County Sheriff's Office is here to help you when you need us. Feel free to reach out to us. Lakeview Orthodontics is Gunnersville's only orthodontic specialist, providing state-of-the-art care with the latest technology in a fun and family-oriented setting. Dr. Don Schmidtke treats all his patients as if they're family members, providing individualized treatment that's tailored specifically for each need. 
Contact us to schedule a complimentary exam and learn how we can help you or a loved one achieve a healthy bite and a perfect smile. Best of luck to all the great student athletes tonight from Lakeview Orthodontics in Gunnersville. Now back to the three and out pregame show presented by Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Hey, welcome back in three and out pregame show. So obviously a lot going on in the county tonight. Douglas Eagles 2-0, the Douglas Eagles, and they're headed to Arab to take on Arab, another team that is 2-0 in the first region game that those two will play. Um, we're low-key excited about the Douglas Eagles being 2-0, aren't we? I'm telling you, if Gunnersville didn't play, if Gunnersville played at Southside tonight mm. instead of hosting Crossville, I might consider going to that game. Take the trip up Brindley Mountain. That's gonna that's a big game. I think it'll be a big game. Oh yeah. No, I mean I, I expect Arab to win. I don't think Douglas is there yet. Um let's get a score prediction from you since you're almost always correct. I was a little off on the Southside game. I didn't expect to not score a single point after the first quarter. Um I don't know. Arab probably 35 to 35 to 16. Oh, whoa. Something like that. No, I, I, I do think Douglas is better, but they're not there yet. Yeah. They're not they're not to Arab or Gunnersville yet. Um, they're getting there. And, hey, I, I could be completely wrong. I mean, they could come out and – I'm going to say 42-28. I'm gonna, it's going to be a high-scoring battle. I think Arab, though, is, is – they are a little bit more probably advanced right now than Douglas. Yeah. Uh, but Douglas is getting there. And you're right. I mean – you never know. No. Right? You never no. know. But. Uh, Scottsboro goes to Boaz. We were talking about it the first segment, and we get John Davis to chime in on this. Albertville beating Boaz last week. I mean, hard to explain that. The state of Boaz athletics, man. <laughs> I just don't understand. Um, it just seems like such a game that they they, that they should have won. Yeah. And it was at Boaz. Mm-hmm. I know. So I don't, I don't know if it was – Alberville didn't take A-Rap seriously and just got beat. Or, or they just weren't ready because they had so – Alberville had so many penalties early in the game that were just like – not like face masks or personal fouls or anything. Like like we haven't practiced kind of penalties. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And maybe they just shirt all that up and and Boaz didn't play well enough. They got Scottsboro tonight. Uh, Scottsboro's – It's on the road though, isn't it? No, Scottsboro comes to Boaz. Must um, win. Must, must win for Boaz. Win yeah, it's a must win for Boaz. And then – uh, elsewhere in the county, Albertville travels to Florence. So, Florence is 0-2. Um, I assume – I know they're 0-2, but we still know what Florence usually puts on the field. So. I'll tell you this, though. Brindley Mountain. Yeah. Went to Asbury last yes, night. Yes, I'm glad you brought that Got up. Got a dub. I'm glad you brought that up. The Brindley Mountain Lions are 2-1. and one. It's awesome. That's crazy. Great awesome for Coach story. Garner. Awesome story. Great for Coach Garner. Great for that team. Um Excited for them because they've got some pretty good athletes on that on that Brindley Mountain team. Um, it's just a matter of you know sometimes your back's against the wall when I think he's got Coach Gardner's got uh, sixteen kids something like that twenty on the roster I think so you know everybody's playing both ways. Um, God bless uh, them. Yeah, man, and they, two and one, love it. 
Go Coach Garner. Coach Garner was the Arab football coach when I was there, so um, I got a soft spot for Coach Garner. If if you go to the Albertville game, I mentioned this earlier, Albertville mm-hmm. at Florence, number three for Florence, yeah. Jalil Hurdley, mm-hmm. five-star uh, athlete committed to Alabama. So, little, you know, if for nice. those those of you looking for something to watch in that game, number three is pretty electric. Is he uh, this coming class, or is he like – He's in this coming class, okay. yeah. He, okay. he committed back in February to Alabama, gotcha. five-star defensive back. Well, we'll have to turn on the old, uh, the old NFHS and check that out. Check that out, yeah. Because um, I, I, I'd like to see him in person for sure. Um, as far as the SEC goes, Auburn will kick off tomorrow night at 6. They will take on Mercer. Alabama is at 6.30 on the SEC Network. They are going to take on Utah State. And really, Alabama's first opening game that hadn't been a ranked opponent in a while. I can't remember when the last time. Uh, well, yeah, because we've been we've been playing um, those neutral side games. So glad to see those go into the wayside. Yeah, it is nice. And Utah State won the Mountain West last year. So yeah. it's, it's not like, you know, they're playing some, you know, FCS school or, you know, whatever. Struggled with UConn last week. Um, yeah, Utah they State did. did. They did. I mean, they're they're replacing their quarterback. They have a, a transfer from uh, Wyoming, I believe. Yeah. Um, so probably not the same team as last year that yeah. was 9-3 and three and won the Mountain West. But mm-hmm. it, it – it they will at least give somewhat of a fight at yeah. least at times uh, tomorrow night. So uh, I'm lo- I'm looking forward to it. a lot of new faces on the Alabama team, uh, a lot of big time names. Obviously, yeah. got got some couple guys well, making making millions right now off <laughs> NIL deals. Uh, I, so. I just I, I just want to see this offense run the ball better than they did last year. Right. I, think no, was, got, I mean, we got a good chance to do that. Yeah. Oh, Jamar Gibbs and and Jace McClellan and. It's it's a good backfield. Well, when you look at it, last year, McClellan and Roydell Williams both got injured. Both got hurt for sure. The offensive line was not great last year. It wasn't. Let's no. just go ahead and got some new faces like there. Is. Got a new coach there, a new yes. offensive line coach, and yep. Saban loves him. Yeah. He's mentioned him by name multiple times in the offseason. So we'll we'll see how much how much improvement there is there. I mean, there was a lot of times the Auburn game, you know, in particular. I I, I think about Pross was running for his life most of the time and. Well, Auburn kids still figured out a way to. Auburn has a great defensive line, and yeah. just seems to always have a top five uh, defensive line. But Alabama was not good that game. No, either. not at all. It was a perfect storm. Um, so the Auburn Tigers will be right here on WTWX. Pre-game starts at three o'clock. Uh, Andy Burcham and Stan White will be live from Jordan Hare around six o'clock. What you got? Two. Two biggest games, really, to me mm. this week. Um, you've got Oregon uh, traveling to the yep. Bends in Atlanta to play Georgia. Um, Bo Nix, I think uh, Oregon's not going to release who their quarter starting quarterback is before the game. It's going to be Bo Nix. Yeah, I mean, um, gosh, if it isn't, can you can you imagine transferring all the way out the West Coast and not starting? Uh, and then you've got um, Ohio State hosting Notre Dame. Um, so those two, and Ohio State is a seventeen and a half point favorite. Yeah, and I see that. And honestly, I'm more excited about the Florida-Utah game. Oh, and that's a good one, too. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, because Utah's going to the swamp. Yeah. If that were a neutral site game, I would say Utah by a touchdown or two. Utah's very good, very disciplined. Florida breaking in a new coach, new quarterback, new system, new everything. Uh, a lot of talent there. But in the swamp, it's it's going to be hot. It's going to be humid. Mm-hmm. It's going to be loud. No doubt. I, give me Florida. 
Give me I, I'm, I got Florida. I don't even know what the line is on that Doesn't game. Doesn't matter. I'm sure Utah. Utah's it's, got to be a slight favorite. Utah probably, probably two, yeah. two, three and a half. Probably. I'll look that up. But. Probably, probably no more than four. If I had to guess, it's not. It can't be a touchdown. I would be surprised if if Florida's getting a touchdown. And that's a night game, right? Uh, yeah, six yeah, o'clock. Yeah, Utah by three. Three night okay. game in the swamp. Yeah, and uh, Billy Napier is obviously he's. He hadn't done anything on the field yet, but he has started a pretty good buzz um, as far as recruiting goes. Uh, they've really picked up some big names in recruiting, so excited about that one. I'm honestly more excited about that one than I am Ohio State Notre Dame. I'm just excited to see those two helmets on the field together. But and another one that uh, I mean Labor Day weekend, oh yeah, Sunday night. If you you know if you're staying in, my boy LSU. My boy Brian Kelly, and that's that's in New Orleans, right? It is. I can look in, that up too. Yeah, yeah. LSU, Florida State. Yeah, yeah. In the Superdome. Yep. In New Orleans, that'll be fun. My boy Brian Kelly is going to be the first win of one of his many wins at LSU. I mean, I, I agree <laughs> that it'll be his first win at LSU mm-hmm. of many. Boy, I hope so. Goodness, after watching Florida State last year. If he doesn't win that game. They don't look good this year. I watched some of the Duquesne game. I'm sorry. I, a lot of people were talking about, oh, Florida State's improved. Man, they look – there's some spots. They look like a high school team along the on, along Who's the their, who's their coach still? Uh, Mike Norvell came over from Memphis. That's right. Shocking to me, LSU's only a three-point favorite in that game. I know it's neutral yeah. site, but it's New Orleans. That's not a neutral site. It's going to be fun to watch. It's a really, really good slate of of college football and games. Remember, we've got you recorded. It's four yep. years. It's not five. Four? You said five years. I'll go, I'll take four. I'll go under. Okay. So, well, within four – no, no. Under five. No, within four years. So, after his fourth completion of his of the season. Yeah. Okay. So, you got 22, I'm, I'm 23, confident. 24. After the 2025 season, yep. you're going to take us to wherever we want I'll to go. I'll give you ten, Joe. I'm confident. He won't be – he won't be the he, co- he won't be the coach there when it's he will win a national title at LSU. Brian You're Kelly crazy. will. <laughs> he's, crazy. A ph- he's a phenomenal coach. You're crazy. He hasn't won one anywhere. Oh. He won at Notre Dame. He won, but he didn't win one at Notre Dame. Well, you can't at Notre Dame. Another game, and this is probably the game that I'll be watching honestly in the afternoon. Cincinnati at Arkansas. Um, that is That's a good oh game. yeah, Cincinnati ESPN, Arkansas. Um, I might be that might be my most. My my must game at two thirty. Yeah, because I, I I think Georgia will beat Oregon fairly easily. Uh, it's, they're they're seventeen point favorites. I don't know if it'd be that that uh, much of a blowout. But that Cincinnati Arkansas has the mm. makings of like a twenty four to twenty. Yeah. You know, back and forth. Uh, that'll be fun. It'll be fun to see. I I love their coach at Arkansas. At Arkansas, you don't just go into Vietnam and no and come out with a with an easy. I win. think the uh, the uh, Oregon Georgia game would be just like the Auburn. Georgia game a few years ago. Yeah, um, with Georgia winning at the end, I, they've Oregon's got the personnel to stay with them. It's a matter of can you maintain it. The camaraderie the on the defensive side of they're going to need for some Georgia he- yeah. is concerning for the first game like that. Georgia's going to need to help them too. Um, Georgia's going to need to help them as well. Mm-hmm. A turnover, two turnovers, something crazy in special teams. But I mean, it could happen. Um, We've seen Georgia not play well in Atlanta before, so it's not like it's a de facto that they're going to play well when, just because they're in Atlanta. So, um, the next segment we're going to talk to Coach Reese. Coach Reese uh, sat down with 
Mr. Jackson um, on Wednesday to talk about the Lawrence County victory, getting the big 100th victory. And then tonight, obviously, if Coach Reese beats uh, Crossville, he is going to get his 101 win. That's, I mean, that's unreal. He's going to be the uh, all-time winningest coach in Gunnersville football history. So, congrats to Coach Reese on that. So, of course, we got to play the game first. So, we know that, Coach Reese. You don't have to get mad at us. Uh, <laughs> but this is the 3 and Out pregame show. When we come back, we're going to talk to Coach Reese, and then we'll wrap up the show. Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater represents the newest evolution in sports travel destinations, hosting events from all over the nation in our state-of-the-art facilities, located on 130 acres. But we are more than a sports facility. We are a place where sports enthusiasts, families, and the community can all come together. We aim to serve all of Sand Mountain and look forward to having the privilege of making a positive difference in the life of your child and family. To all the great student-athletes on the field tonight, best of luck from the team of Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Visit sandmountainpark.com for more information. We'd like to thank Harrelson Drugs for their continued support of the Gunnersville Wildcat broadcasts. Steve and Marilyn are honored to have served our community for over 30 years. And not only are they a trusted healthcare resource, they also have the best gift shop specialty items around. Go Wildcats! From Harrelson Drugs on the corner of Gunter Avenue and Patterson Street, a locally owned, independent family pharmacy and gift shop. Best wishes to all the Gunnersville Wildcat cheerleaders and football players from Kirkpatrick Concrete. We are proud to be one of the oldest concrete companies operating in the state, having served Alabama for well over 100 years. Kirkpatrick Concrete pledges to deliver ready-mixed products with the best quality by professional mixer operators in a timely manner. For information on our Gunnersville block operation and all other inquiries, be sure to visit ConcreteSouth.com or call 582-3274 and go Wildcats! Whitaker Towing Services has proudly served Gunnersville and the surrounding areas towing, wrecker, hauling, and crane needs for over 60 years. As former Wildcats themselves, the team at Whitaker Towing understands the importance of not only getting the job done right, but exceeding expectations with a commitment to excellence. Reach Whitaker Towing at 582-3811, and if you have a special service request, don't hesitate to call for a free quote. Go get them, Wildcats, from everyone at Whitaker Towing Services. The First Baptist Church in Gunnersville is more than a place to worship on Sunday. It's a part of our community. And they remind you at First Baptist Church in Gunnersville, there's always room for one more. They welcome the opportunity to have you and your family as guests. From preschoolers to senior adults, there's a place for everyone at Gunnersville First Baptist Church. Located on Gunner Avenue in Gunnersville and proud of all our Wildcat student athletes. Hey everybody, this is Stephanie with Haven House Candles and More. Hey, did you know that we've changed locations? Yep, we are downtown and we are very excited to be part of a historic fence building now. We've had the opportunity to expand everything in our line from our candles that are still made on site, from our home decor to our bistro area. We've added to the wine selection. And of course, we have some of the most amazing small batch poured olive oils and balsamics curated right in Italy. We thank you so much for all of the support that you've given us. And we are very proud to support all the great student athletes of Marshall County. 
Marshall County Gas District works diligently to keep our customers top priority, from providing reliable natural gas service to a variety of free, convenient bill pay options. You can pay online at marshallcountygas.com or call 877-852-8477. There are no fees to utilize either service. We are here for you, operating normal business hours of Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Go Wildcats! From the Marshall County Gas District. What makes a better banking experience? Well, a lot goes into it, but the heart of the equation is helpful people who offer a genuine smile and actually know your name. It sounds simple, but these days, that personal touch can be hard to come by. At Citizens Bank and Trust, friendly personal service is something we live by. It may seem like a small thing, but we invite you to see the big difference it makes. Citizens Bank and Trust, member FDIC. And now, this week's interview with Guntersville head coach Lance Reese, brought to you by Foodland Plus in Guntersville. Fans, it's going to be a busy weekend, but not too busy to come to Foodland for that gigantic cookout. You're going to be able to get yourself a Boston butt pork roast or spare ribs and enjoy a good spare rib sandwich while you're there. It's at Foodland right across from the high school in the Southgate Shopping Center. Come on tomorrow to the cookout at Foodland. All right, welcome into the Coach Lance Reese Show. Coach, appreciate you being with us again. I know we had talked about the, uh, after the Southside game, y'all went up 21 nothing, and I remember us talking about how important it is just to kind of, you know, put these teams away once you jump out to a lead like that. And uh, I guess last week it was 41 nothing at the half, and they certainly did that. Yeah, I was really proud of our effort uh, in, in the game against Lawrence County. Like you said, we, can't, we came out and got the offense going early, had, some, had a couple big plays on special teams we hadn't had. Evan Taylor returned two punts. It's been a long time since we've, we've seen that, and, uh, you know, defense got up. Got a shutout after almost getting one against Southside. So, really proud of our effort in all three phases of the game. Yeah, I wanted to mention that defense. Uh, I guess they've just given up to seven points on the whole season, and that I think that was on a short field there. Defense with another shutout. And talk a little bit about, I guess, just uh, who you've seen stepping up on that side of the ball. Yeah, sure. Uh, E.J. Havis makes all the calls for us. He's a junior. Uh you got Cole Bryan, who's a three-year starter on the defensive line, playing well. Anytime you get a shutout, honestly, we could call out all 11 of them because, like we've said before, you can't have two or three playing well and, and have a good defense. Everybody's got to be doing their job at all times. Uh, we gave up one pass early, but other than that, I think we held them to less than 50 yards of total offense uh, on the night. And then, you know, we opened the game and almost ran the opening kickoff back. C.J. hit the hole hard. Kind of got a little shoestring tackle there, but it gave us a really short field. But we were able to sustain drives early. We kind of went up-tempo for the first time this year, and we did that because um, Lawrence County had about six players going both ways. If you can sustain drives going fast, then those guys have to turn around and play defense. It's a long night for anyone. So uh, proud of our proud of our efforts on both sides, and I thought our assistant coaches had a really good scheme coming in. So I always appreciate those guys too. And on the other side, Antonio Spurgeon, I think he goes for over 100 yards rushing and throwing. Uh, just talk about a little bit, I guess, the dual threat aspect of him. Yeah, uh, Antonio, first-year starter, but uh, as a senior, he's getting better every week. I think he's gaining more confidence in himself. I also think Coach Kennedy's getting kind of a better grasp of, 
how we need to kind of change our offense with Antonio at quarterback. And as you mentioned, he's just as big a threat running the ball as he is throwing it. But we know we've still got uh, Fusell and Sam Kennedy and Evan Taylor and those guys that uh, need to touch the ball. So hopefully we're going to continue to see balance, but it's good to have a quarterback that can also be a threat to run. You know, CJ and Julian, I guess y'all sort of have a two-headed monster and uh, both of those guys came away with uh, with a pair of touchdowns each. And I, we couldn't remember if uh, Julian got in last year. That I don't know if that was his first touchdown of his career. Yeah, Julian, he, he probably played some JV action in the second half, but that this is his first real varsity action. He, he had a good – we actually played him a quarterback in the JV game. So uh, I think you know, he's a good quarterback, but I think uh, running back's more his natural position. Carter Britt, we've been playing him primarily at blocking back, and he's been doing a good job, but we're also able to throw him a couple balls. So I think we had five different receivers that caught the ball, which is really what you want to see in a good offense. And then, uh, you know, the second half we came in and uh, played our JVs just about pretty much for the third and fourth quarter. Uh, Played uh, two quarterbacks, a number of running backs played well. Uh, Ian Elson ran the ball well, and then Green also ran it well. So, just pleased that we got all those guys in. It's always good to see our young guys get a chance to play on Friday nights. And tonight we're going to welcome in a region opponent, the Crossful Lions. They're coached by brand-new head coach Raleigh Edwards. Uh, you seen any, any difference on film this year, or are they changing anything up? Uh, they've, uh, they, they run a little more out of the gun than they have in the past. I think last year they were primarily under center. I met Coach Edwards at our coaches meeting earlier, and he seems like a – a really quality person. He's going to try to get them going. They've struggled early, but kind of like I mentioned with our guys, when you've got a young team, you expect to see a lot of improvement from week to week. So I'm sure they'll be uh, excited about coming to Gunnersville and give us a great effort. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they threw the ball much at all last year. So we'll probably have to sort of key in on that stopping the run. I guess most of the night. All right, coach, and I wouldn't let you uh, get out of here without congratulating you on the big 100-win milestone. Uh, just talk a little bit what that was like down there with the coaches and players. I think you might have got a Gatorade bath there at the end. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was really nice. I didn't know about the ceremony they're going to have at the end of the game, so I appreciate Dr. Barnett doing that. And uh, probably one of the biggest, nicest things I've gotten, just a lot of texts from uh, former players and former coaches that I've worked with. I had some of my former teammates and – uh, I even have one of my old coaches in the stand. So it's uh, it's always great to look back and, and, and think about the good times. And I can assure you, a lot of hard work in, went into the, every, every one of those wins by all of our players and assistant coaches. So everybody had a part in that, and I'm just uh, blessed to be the coach here at Gunnersville. That was that was an awesome little ceremony at the end. And uh, Ken up there in the booth did a great job. Uh, everybody heading out to the game tonight. Uh, once again, we'll, we'll keep y'all reminded, but you can get your tickets on S2 Pass or just get them at the gate like we used to. So uh, you, you do have that option. Coach, we appreciate you spending some time with us tonight, and good luck. Yeah, thank you very much. Fans, a reminder again from the home folks of our terrific three-day sale that ends tomorrow. You're going to buy white seedless grapes that are grown in California for 99 cents a pound. Cherking charcoal, a 15.4-pound bag of original charcoal briquettes, only $6.99. And Corona beer, 12-pack bottles, $15.99. This weekend at Foodland across from the high school. You've been listening to the Coach Reese interview, sponsored by Foodland Plus in Gunnersville. Kickoff is only minutes away. That was Coach Reese. Um, 
obviously had a lot of good things to say about the team last week. I think they, uh, I think we talked about it in the first segment, and I kind of want to come back to that about Spurgeon getting more comfortable in this offense as as quarterback. Uh, I think this last week, this week, I think we just want to see him progress more in that role before we really hit the meat of that schedule. Yeah, yeah, that's that was the biggest thing um, from the Southside game and uh, just continue to show improvement. You can't control the opponent that's in front of you, you know, even though they might not be up to the standard maybe of some of the, you know, uh, the Arabs and maybe even the Douglases on the schedule. Uh, but you can go out there and you can control what you can control, and that's your execution. And uh, so if we, you know, continue to see him get his timing down, uh, run when it's necessary. Um, don't just bail out to run just because – it may be open against this team. It probably won't be against Arab, you know. So only, you know, only kind of bail out of the pass game when you when you have to. Um, stay in the pocket and, and work on that timing with your, with your receivers. Yeah, I don't think we saw him do that, you know, to an extent yeah. against Lawrence County. I think, you know, last week you could see that. But you could also see the cohesiveness of the offensive line yeah. coming together, too, to allow him to stay in there longer. It's a good offensive line. Mm-hmm. It really is. And I think once they start gel, gelling together, and I, I've, I saw it in the Southside game. I, I felt like Antonio was immediately confident with this group. Uh, to, be a, to be a guy that's just now playing quarterback, he's making the correct throws. It's just a matter of, of getting it, um, getting a little bit more accurate with it. Now, obviously, the two-header beast at running back is – already a lot of fun to watch I, i've had several friends who um who kind of follow gunnersville through me i've uh, got to see a little bit and uh one of the first things most of them say is that one running back looks like a real dude and i'm like yep that's that's he's a sophomore so he's a uh, real dude he he's is dude. <laughs> yeah with with cj too that's a great backfield um Hey, just excited to see them play more and more as the season progresses. Crossville uh, comes in tonight. They are 0-2 on the year. Um, so they kind of got their work cut out for them when it comes to the Gunnersville Wildcats. Now, tomorrow on WTWX, college football kicks off finally. The Auburn Tigers will take on Mercer at 6 o'clock. If you want to watch that, that's on SEC+. Plus. Um, if you would rather – listen to some guys that uh, do a great job calling the game, Andy Burcham and Stan White, then tune in right here on WTWX 95.9. Pre-game show starts at 3, kickoff is at 6. For some of you that would like to use the uh, TuneIn app, you can listen to 95.9 on TuneIn. It's an app. Uh, you can get it on uh, for your Android or your, or your Apple. Um, it's TuneIn, T-U-N-E-I-N. And it's the app, and you can go to 95.9, and you could actually pause it so you can sync it up better with the TV because I remember growing up, you know, that's what we did with with Eli and, and Give Kenny. Give me Eli over uh, Gary Danielson. Or anybody on the ESPN. Yeah, so anybody on the ESPN. I'm sure Auburn so. fans feel the same way. So, yeah, tr- try that just out waiting, tomorrow. Just waiting on that contract with CBS to expire. Try that out tomorrow if you're an Auburn fan. Of course, um, then we could have Beth Mowens, you oh, know. Lord. No. Don't don't speak it into existence. But um, rarely do we do we play at no. 11 a.m. and that's her time slot. Oh, and it's she's always in some some Big Ten school. <laughs> yeah, so just please don't speak it into existence, John Davis and uh, uh, Auburn. So my boy Tank Bigsby, he's my other boy. Yeah. Now it's now it's Brian, Brian Kelly. Kelly, 
Tank Bigsby. What a dynamic duo. <laughs> hey, man, I'm Jeez. telling you right now, I admire Tank two, for, two for people, hanging around. They have something in common. It's two people that will never win a national championship. <laughs> it's yeah. not that crazy of a – it's pretty crazy. It's not. Yes, it is. I, I've Every had people coach, tell. I've had people tell me it was crazy. The last three coaches to coach at LSU have won national titles. Two of them right. were awful. Okay, so listen. Let, we we know. <laughs> I mean, we know. That, I can explain the, both of those. We know the 07 Les Miles. That was. Just, I mean, that was Saban left over. Okay. They, yeah. Well, they still lost three games. They snuck in. Okay. That was okay. That, so when if Joe Brady and Joe Burrow. Had not been at LSU. Well, they were. That, but that had nothing to do with Orgeron. Nothing to do with it, but it has everything to do with LSU. No. It's that it, no. big of a brand. Dude, it's if, that if big Joe of a Brady and, and Joe Burrow would have been at Florida that year, they would have won. LSU is a monster of a program. Let me, a swamp monster. They are a monster. I'll but, give you that. But So, so John Davis did a little explaining there, but like think about um, that Georgia, in 07, Alabama didn't exist. As a yeah. foe for LSU, mm-hmm. and in the Orgeron Championship, Alabama did. They went on the road. They beat them fair and square. Georgia wasn't there yet. Now Georgia's there. Now, so now you've got that that other foe that you you you, you get across Alabama, the Saban machine. Now you got to go take on the Kirby machine. I get it. I just don't know if they can jump that many hurdles and then get to the playoff, which in your timeline is going to be twelve teams. So then they got to jump three more hurdles. Then so I. I'm, I'm, gosh, that steak is going to be delicious. No, last week you said uh, Wendy's. Oh, yeah, burger. Man, that burger's going to be delicious. He gets the steak when it doesn't happen. <laughs> Brian Kelly. But I'm t- if it does happen, man, I will, they don't take reservations at Big Mike's, but I'll make them take one. Brian Kelly will, <laughs> will win a national title before Jimbo Fisher even wins the West. Bold. He's going. He's he's stepping up. Good night. <laughs> it helps that Jimbo Fisher's not a good coach. I, I'll, I'll take the latter, man. Sorry. He is. He. You've made John Davis speechless. And I didn't even think that was <laughs> I, possible. He, he's, no. he's without speech. I, no. I, okay. <laughs> I'll I'll take A and M to win the West. Bef- no. No. No, just, I don't know if LSU's got the uh, got the payroll that Texas A&M has. So. Oh, everybody, everybody's about to have the payroll. <laughs> it don't matter. They'll find LSU find is going to win a national championship with Brian Kelly before a and before even wins Texas the West. A&M even wins the so, West. So all of you Wildcat fans that are watching the game tonight, you just sit there and you stew <laughs> about that take right there. And I want okay. you and I and I also want you to tune in. Sun, is it Sunday night when they play to watch? LSU struggle for a little bit with well, they're going to. They don't have with Florida players. State, but it it's a juggernaut, Joe. They should have players lined up. Well, when when somebody it's unnamed swamp. runs the program into the ground like has been in the last. I, listen, I've said what I said, and I'm not defending Brian Kelly anymore. I will tell you this: Coach Reese is going for his 101 <laughs> his 101st win tonight. Love it. And then next Great week segue. we are seven days away. From the from Douglas, the Douglas concession, concession stand. stand. <laughs> That's right. And that is for my that is for my good friend Zach Zach Lee. Y'all enjoy the games tonight. Um, there's a lot of good games around the county, so get out, go see one. Um, this has been fun as always. It's a three and out pregame show. Gunnersville takes on Crossville tonight. Uh, we're about to send it to Greg and Jeff at the stadium. Uh, take care of yourselves and take care of each other. We will see you guys next week. Have a great Friday night.